Hello, welcome back to Southern Missouri Patriots. You got Captain Jack here and Lieutenant Dan and Sergeant Bill Coe. I'll be nice tonight. Thank um, you. You know, we're uh, coming to you again tonight, this week. Uh, and I'm just going to tell you right now, I, I am frustrated and pissed off this week. Yeah. Um, you know, we said yeah. we were going to stay away from politics for a little bit, but holy shit. Screw that. It, you know, there's staying away from politics, and then there's just where it's so blatant in your face, you just got to say something. Uh, yeah. Uh, Biden's an idiot. Foreign policy is zero. Um, so tell, this, this guy's been in office then? 47 years. Ugh. Never once has he ever gotten it right on a foreign policy. No. Never once. And he's never taken freaking responsibility responsibility no. for anything either. No. In, in, in his no. speech the other day, he made a comment. He said, well, you know, I'm the president. The buck stops with me. You know, I and then the very next then breath, Trump. he's blaming Trump. Trump. Yep. And, you know, and, and I get it. All right, Trump did did make the agreement and and announced that we would be pulling out of Afghanistan last year. Um, but he had a plan. He he had a plan. Uh, things got pushed back. You know, just a full scale. Okay, you know, balls to the wall. Let's go. Everybody, load up. We're getting the hell out of here and leaving behind everything. Every freaking thing. Warehouses full of <clears throat> weapons and ammunition. Food, food. Uh, there was uh, uh, videos and pictures of Bagram Air Base, the uh, the the big PX there. Let's not fully stocked shelves. Yeah, let's not forget the Humvees. I think they even got a, their hands on a more than a few Blackhawks drones. Yeah, oh the, yeah, the yeah. full size drones. Freaking drones. Forgot about that. Uh, the the MRAP, uh, the the mine resistant ambush protected up armored vehicles. Um, <laughs> Basically, they have enough equipment to make it difficult the next time we decide, hey, let's go back in there for whatever reason. Billions of dollars is handed to them. Billions True. of our yeah. dollars. Yeah. To say nothing of the billions that were sunk into the country, and yet we never saw really any significant improvements. You know, I, and I'm not going to lay all this on Biden, though. Um, I, I'm going to go all the way back to... To George W. Bush, when oh, yeah. we when we initially went in there, you know, um, the 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 military, the, the United States and its allies went in there, and that first year or two, it was running and gunning, and they were there to win a damn war. Yeah. And they do like they do every every single time, freaking time. Ever since, uh, well, no, the last war that they actually uh, tried to win was Korea. Um, Vietnam veterans, God bless them. Because, oh, absolutely. You know, they took the big green weenie in the ass along with everybody else. Um, and our current generation of vets are going through the same emotions and the feelings that the, the Vietnam veterans felt. Yeah. You know, because you, you go over there and you spend your, your blood, sweat, tears. You know, you you, you leave part ones. of you there. Yeah. You know, you you leave your friends. There's, uh, I'm so pissed off. All right, so I, I, again, this isn't all on just Biden. All right, nope. Is he a moron? Absolutely. That's not debatable. <laughs> Anybody with half a brain cell knows he's a dumbass. Um, there are a lot of people out there with two brain cells fighting for vacuum superiority. Just saying that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you know, but every president, including Trump. Um, all the way back, you know, Obama and George W. Bush, 
they never really had a plan that was viable for Afghanistan. Afghanistan is one of those locations that will never be conquered. They don't want our modern world. Nah. You know, there's there's a there's some major cities in, in, in Afghanistan. You know, Kabul is the capital. Um, you've got, you know, Kandahar, Mazar Sharif, uh, Ghazni, Gardez, uh, Jalalabad, Coast. Um, you know, those are all pretty good sized cities. And they're pretty modern. You know, they actually have electricity and running water. Right. They were pretty modern. Well, yeah. Um, but they they are the exception to the rule in Afghanistan. Okay, you you get outside of those cities and you're out in the provinces into the villages and it is a tribal mentality and they have their village elders, they have their tribal elders and I mean you have people that thousands and thousands of people that literally never travel more than like 20 miles 20 30 miles from their place where they were born and raised. And and that's all they know. They don't understand and they don't comprehend even the whole national identity no. of being Afghani. Because they're all detached from each other. Right. They're, they they are, they will introduce themselves, oh, I am, you know, uh, Saeed, whatever, and I am this. And, and he will name a tribe or a village. And that's how they identify. They don't identify themselves as Afghanistan citizens. It's, right. it's their village or tribe. And, and, everybody that's ever tried to conquer him has tried to change that for thousands of years and it's never worked and it will never work. They don't want it. They don't comprehend it. They don't care. And, and they don't care. Absolutely. You know, they, their biggest concern when you get out into those provinces, their biggest concern every single day is, will I have food today? Is there water for me and my family to drink today? You know, bathing is optional once or twice a year if they need it or not. You know, um, and, and trust me, if anybody that's ever dealt with uh, the Afghan citizens, uh, yeah, I hear the IQ over there ain't real high either. <laughs> you know what? Actually, don't underestimate them. Well, I'm not saying uh, underestimate. I'm just saying that they're not. I mean, they're not. They're not yelled doctorate students by you know any means on as a whole. Uh, but there are some very intelligent. Uh, Citizens there. I mean, they have to be to survive the way that they survive. Uh, so, right? And along those lines, someone was asking me today, well, if they've got our drones, they're not going to be able to fly them. Like, you Shit. underestimate those guys. Yeah. They are crafty. They've got resources. They have resources. And, and all right, so no, Tal Taliban, okay? Taliban actually means, uh, the closest to a literal translation that I can get is either uh, the educated ones or enlightened ones. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, didn't know that. Yeah. That's it's uh, the, the Talib is they, they are actually the very intelligent people, but they are fiercely dedicated to their extreme portions of their faith. All right. And, and they will accept no variance. They're not goat herders out here with no education. Nah, they, they are, they are educated. The Taliban, Right uh, now, the average citizens out in the provinces, you know, they they've got basic education. Um, they've got what they need. They have what they need. Yeah. Again, their main concern is feeding themselves and their family. You know. Um, but 
I, I don't know. I, I, I learned a lot about the Afghan culture uh, from uh, two of our three interpreters. Uh, they, that they would ride in, in my gun truck 99% of the time. And so I got to spend a lot of time uh, talking with them, asking questions and, and discussing things. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it's an interesting culture. Um, I read several books when I, when I knew I was going to be going to Afghanistan. I read several books about their history before I ever left because I wanted to understand who we're going up against over there. And, uh, you know, as well as the terrain, the mindset and things like that. You know, and again, I mean, you go all the way back to Alexander the Great, who conquered everyone. He couldn't conquer and hold Afghanistan. You know, Russia spent, what, ten and a half years there? Yeah. And left with their tail between their legs. We just spent 20 years there. And same thing, you know, I mean, we're scrambling out of there. It, no, it, we it, scrambled out of there. It's, yeah. Um, Estimates it, of, you know, you've got several news agencies that are reaching out to the White House saying, We've got uh, people that need to get the hell out of there. Yeah. Sorry about you, bro. Tens of thousands. Yeah. Now, in all fairness, some of those people are relief workers, aid workers, and people that don't want to leave. Right. Yeah. And, and for those, I'm like, one, props to you for staying. Two, don't expect me to get butt hurt when you wind up on the 8 o'clock news with your head cut off. Right. Yeah. I hate to be casual and callous about that at the same time. These guys are not the people that you they, they work with day in and day out. No, no. Um, yeah, there, there's... And then MSNBC, of course, going out there and saying, oh, it's a mostly peaceful takeover. Yeah. As there's smoke billowing up in the background. Sure. Smoke billowing in the background. Um, and you can flip through other channels. You can look at uh, other non-US-based or non-UK-based news agencies. Um and you can find pictures, videos, all kinds of stories of beheadings, you know, murders. They're killing yeah, cops it, in the street and leaving them there. Yeah. You know, um, there was a, a – I, I read a story earlier today. Uh, a woman executed in the street just because she didn't go home or she was headed to work when they told her not to. Or I don't remember the exact yeah. details now. But, okay, all right, fine. So they shot her. Yeah. You know, um, they the women actually held and I'm props to these women. They had a held a protest in the street early this morning, local time, to protest for their rights back. Yeah. Um so I wonder how many of them will live through the end of the week. You gave it that long? Depends on how well they Boy, can hide. Boy, you're optimistic, aren't you? Depends on how well they can hide. Because I can tell you right now, everybody says, Oh, you know, the women were treated so good and had all these rights and stuff. Um I'm going to tell you right now, I was there in 2009 and 10, and I traveled all over the eastern provinces, all over. And they might have been allowed to work, and yes, they could go out in public if they were wearing their burqa. Yeah. Um, they still weren't allowed to walk around like it's being made out to be now. Um, you know, if, if and I've witnessed this myself, uh, a, a man beating his wife because she dared turn her head and look at our convoy as we were approaching them and they were on the side of the road and we weren't allowed to stop doing it. We can't interfere. It, well, it's their culture. Yeah. We're, yeah, well, we're not allowed to interfere on that. My, my culture says I kicked that guy's ass. Yeah. I understood. <laughs> <laughs> my culture says monkey stomp. 
Yeah. And then, uh, and, and, and I, here's where I'm going to go back to the mindset and I'm going to get into like rules of engagement that troops have been faced with over there. Okay. If you or I would have intervened in that, all he would have had to do was go and tell his village elder, they would have talked to that, whoever the military regional liaison was for the United States. Yeah. And your SB in Leavenworth. I mean, they, you, you cannot do it. And people wonder why we didn't, uh, fin- uh, for lack of a better term, finish the job. Right. And I, I had this conversation yesterday was, we have the most capable military in history. Well, and, and we and could have defeated When you, when you have Taliban. your hands tied behind your back, it's been hard to do it. it, it yes, that is exactly we what it is. You have your hands tied behind your back. But again, we're going to go back to the mentality of all the Afghans, Okay. Not just the, the Taliban and, and the Al-Qaeda leftovers that were there. They were defeated. They were ran out for the most part. Okay? Yeah. But you still have that mindset that is ingrained in them throughout hundreds of generations. I mean, these thousands of years they've been living like this. All the citizens know this. Yeah. And my, so they're, they're not, they don't want to change that. And I get that. I do. You've shown me what your culture is. I'm going to show you what my culture is. Understood. And and but, yeah, I, I, there was I get a, it. I do. It's just was it a, a Navy SEAL? What was his name? He was very high ranking. Oh my God, his name is right on the tip of my tongue. wasn't uh, Chris Kyle? Was it? No, no, no. Or uh, uh, Eddie Eddie Gallagher. Yeah, was it Gallagher that that beat the crap out of the Afghan army like commander or something? Because this guy. Uh, Baka Bazi, okay. <laughs> they dress young boys up as women, make them do feminine dances and stuff, and then they have sex with these young boys. Nope. All right. Nope. I didn't so not this, in front of me. This navy. So this this one Afghan army officer was very well known for this, and actually had a, a young like seven or eight year old boy as his plaything. And so this American military man basically told him. Uh, Shit stops now, and the guy laughed in his face, and he got a Navy SEAL ass whooping. The Navy SEAL got court-martialed. No, I I know. It's just some hills are worth dying on, you know Uh, what I mean? Um, By the time it was all said and done, thanks to, and it drug out for a couple of years, thanks to President Trump, because this guy was kicked out of the military, stripped stripped of everything, right? He was under Trump's administration was ordered to be reinstated, given his all his years of service back towards his retirement, everything. So it, it worked out for him, but had it been under this administration? Oh, hell no. They'd have crucified him. Done. Over. Yeah. yeah. And so. that's what happens when you say, well, we can't do this because of such and such. No, we, we actually really can. But, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to weigh what, you know, are the consequences worth it? Right. Well, you know, and, and, and we're going to go back. Let's talk about rules of engagement over there. All right. So, again, 2009 and 10, um, we're, we're rolling all over the place, all over the, the eastern provinces. And uh, we were based out of, well, it's not even there anymore, uh, Fob Sharana. They tore it down a few years ago. After spending millions and millions of dollars to expand it twice, then like a year and a half after the final expansion on it, they bulldozed the whole place. Um, but anyway, <laughs> rules of engagement. So 
we were not allowed to continue to kill them just no matter what you know if you've seen some if we seen somebody planting an IED we were not allowed to kill them if they were not actively shooting at us at the time now we know that IED is going to go off we know it can kill somebody but if they're not actively engaging you at the time you cannot kill them so here's my question what about disabling the IED while they're installing it uh, same as well. I didn't shoot at them. I shot at their equipment. No. Yep. Welcome to Fort Leavenworth. Uh, you know, military prison. You'll be here for the next twenty to thirty. All for defending your country and your battle buddies. Yeah. Uh, Lieutenant yeah. Clint Lawrence. Are you familiar with his story? I've heard that name. All right. He was a U.S. Army officer, um, infantry officer, and they were out on foot patrol through the mountains, um, in, in a. Uh, highly active area okay and he's seen two individuals shadowing his patrol right they weren't shooting at him they were shadowing they were either cell phone using a cell phone or using radio communication radio and position updates to somewhere else out and about so lieutenant Lawrence ended up ordering his sniper team to take him out all right End of story. So you think, until one of the little pansy-ass pussies that was in his platoon gets back, and it was just bugging him that they shot these guys that weren't shooting at him, and blah, 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 blah. And next thing you know, Lieutenant Lawrence is imprisoned at Leavenworth. He spent several years in Fort Leavenworth, lost his commission, lost everything, and went to prison. Trump pardoned him. Good. Finally. But... uh but he spent, I want to say it was seven years in prison on a life sentence. Um, you know, I mean, his what, what kind of life is he going to have now? He was, I think, 21, 22 years old, something like that, um, when he went to prison. Um, you know, and he's like pushing 30 when he comes out. Yep. For something that his country sent him over there to do, he did it, and they locked his ass up. I um, feel the stories are like that. I mean... You know, people watch a television show, NCIS, and they think, well, NCIS is out there to investigate crimes and to do this, that, and the other. I'm like, no, no, NCIS is not the military's friend in any shape, form, or fashion at all. And believe me, those guys make their stripes by taking down operators. Well, I can't speak to any of that. I don't know anything about NCIS. I had Other a, than the TV show, you know. Right. I had a buddy that had more than a few run-ins with him. Gotcha. And he said not a single one of those run-ins were pleasant. And he said that happened regularly with his unit. Damn. Well, so the the rules of engagement that I was just talking about. All right, I'm going to give you another scenario. Um, Please. We, we were actually... My lieutenant uh, went up to the talk. We were at uh, at the FOB right outside of the city of Gosney. And we were, he went up there to get our, our intel briefing. And so we formed up, and he came back, and he gave us our brief. And he said, okay, uh, when we get up here to this one intersection, um, I, I'm not going to – I don't know if it's probably still classified on route names and stuff like that, so I'm not going to say it. But um, we get to this intersection on this route. Um, 
the cameras seen a three-man team planning an IED like 20 yards north after we make this turn at this intersection, there's going to be an IED there. All right. Now, when I say the cameras, okay, they had cameras that they could run up on poles. They would go up like 50, 60 feet, 70 feet in the air, hell, maybe even 100 feet. They went way the hell up there, right? Wow. Those some bitches could see like 50 miles and read a damn postage stamp. They were they were amazing. That's pretty damn good. All right. So, and they're they're all over the place. <clears throat> so, my lieutenant asked. He goes, "Well, why did you not call in a strike on them? They weren't shooting at anybody." Okay, but you know there's, you know, American convoys going going to be going through there. Well, yeah, but your job's to find IEDs. We just told you where it's at, so go, go find it. Go take care of it. All right. Well, guess what? We get there. Sure, shit. There's an IED. You know. So uh, uh, there was actually a, a, an RCP ahead of us that uh, rolled up on it right before we did, and they they got their little robot out and took a uh, C4 up there and placed on it and blew it in place. And then we went on about our business. So luckily, you know, we found it before it found any of us. But again, that was the mindset that we had to deal with. They weren't shooting at anybody. They were planning an ID to kill you, but they weren't shooting at you. So we couldn't do anything about it. And it got worse after I left. I have friends that went there a couple of years after I did. And the, the ROE got even more restrictive after we left, uh, it was it was just stupid. Uh, That's like finding out someone is plotting to murder you, and the cops saying we're not going to do anything until they try. Right. Yeah. That's exactly. Or we we can't do anything until they try. That is exactly exactly the way it is, or the way it was. You know. So with that mindset, and again, that goes back over more than one president. I'm no Biden fan. I supported Trump. Did I, do I think he's perfect? No. Um, he, he messed up some things. You know, I, I think he got 90% of the job right, but I think he had a big damn mouth, and it cost him the re-election, which fucked the rest of the nation. Pardon my language, but that's that's just the way it is. Um, it, it, you know, and honestly, I'm scared that he's going to run in 24 and hand it, hand it to the left again. So anyway, um, that, that, that's a whole other realm we can get into. Um, but, but those types of rules of engagement and, and those restrictions on the actions that you can take, our enemies watch that. They, oh, they yeah. know our rules of engagement better than most soldiers do. I mean, they, they do. They, they are not stupid. They know the rotations when units come in and when they come out. They can tell you. They can walk up. They can identify unit insignias better than, than most military members. Uh, they are they are not dumb they're not they're not just a bunch of goat humping sheep herders you know donkey fuckers right. don't get me wrong they do all that too um, <laughs> and then you know then you, uh, then some then you've got the man love uh, was it Thursdays Wednesday Thursdays uh, yeah it's not gay on that day You'll see guys holding hands, kissing out in public. I mean, like giving each other hand jobs and shit right out in the middle of the street. Yeah, they don't care. It ain't gay that day. <laughs> I'm sure there was more than a few Q-tips you wish you could just jab through your brain to wipe oh, that out. Oh, man, I ain't kidding you. Jesus, it's, it's bad. 
it, it was a real culture shock. Uh, all right, so I, I, I got to tell a funny story here. All right, lighten it up. <laughs> uh, we were doing when you when you go in and replace a unit, it's called rip training, and it's a, a relieve in place. Okay, so we were doing a rip training with the unit we were replacing, and we were out, I can't remember the name of the little village. Anyway, we took this convoy out, we went up, and we did a turnaround, and we stopped, and, you know, basically just had a, like a 10-minute piss break. Uh, so there was, we call them jingle trucks, all right? It's uh, like straight trucks, so the little cargo haulers and stuff that we have around here. Uh, we call them jingle trucks because they decorate the hell out of them, and, and they jingle going down the road, and they're full of glitter and all kinds of crap. So there's three trucks there. So anyway, long story short, what ended up happening was we're sitting there watching, and and the the NCO that was riding with me that I was replacing, he must have known it was coming because he's like, hey, keep an eye on them over there. Watch those trucks. I'm like, all right. And man, I'm telling you, I mean, we're like five days in country. So I'm like, I'm all gung-ho. Oh, shit, something going to happen over there? You know what we got? So the way it ended up playing out was the the front jingle truck driver and the back jingle truck driver ended up in the middle jingle truck driver's truck with the driver of the middle jingle truck sitting in the middle between them and one guy that the back jingle truck driver was stroking him off while the other guy watched and then they basically just did their own little private circle jerk there in the cab of that truck right out in front of our whole damn convoy and I was about to lose my fucking mind. Like, what in the hell am I seeing? Are you, I've got to put up with this for a year? I wish that was the mildest story that I had, honestly. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. When, when, the, when they're told, according to their faith, that if there's no, uh, no woman around, or an Afghan, if there's no uh, man around to relieve themselves, then they can, uh, they can relieve that pressure with an animal. And they take advantage of that. No, I'm good. <laughs> wow. Rather just deal with it. So, you wow. know, again, it comes back to, uh, let's talk culture, mindset. How do you reason with that shit? You don't. You know, oh. they say win the hearts and minds. Yeah, two in the heart and one in the mind. Call it good. Yeah, that's actually what I was thinking. <laughs> that, that's how you. Uh, that's how you influence that. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> and don't get me wrong. There are some good Afghanis. I'm going to tell you right now. Two of our three interpreters, um, I, we called them Mike, uh, Mikey and Sean. Um, we, we weren't allowed to know their real names. Um, they were great guys. Our third interpreter, it was funny because we'd always see him on the phone before we rolled out. And if he was in our convoy, we didn't get hit. If he wasn't, we got hit all the time. Damn near every time that he wasn't with us. But anyway. Um, I see a pattern. Yeah, yeah. We seen it too, but nobody would do anything about it. But anyway, um, so like Mikey and Sean, they were great guys. Blank Their whole party. goal was to save up enough money to come to America. That was their dream. That's what they want. On their whopping eight hundred dollars a month that they were paid out there running up and down the roads with us, and in the middle of the same firefights, the same IED blast. These guys are right there. Sean unfortunately ended up getting killed. Damn. Um, he, his father was a government official, um, one of the local government officials in, in uh, Kabul, and he was murdered. So Sean left us, went up there to take care of his, his mother and two young sisters, and uh, 
Mikey and Sean had grown up together. So Mikey came to us one day and he was pretty upset. Um, and he had found out that the day before, um, Sean had been up there, I think about a month and, uh, and he was murdered. So, you know, $800 a month, these guys put their lives on the line with us. They did their jobs. They served us with understanding that they could apply for expedited visas and, yeah. and you know, and an opportunity to come to the United States and better themselves. And this administration, the way they just did this cluster fuck of a pullout, they just hosed thousands of these guys yeah, and their families. Yeah. I mean, these guys, if, if they're still alive now, chances are if they don't escape out of the country, they won't live to the end of the month. Yeah, because they don't like people that help the United States. No, they don't. No. Uh, there, there will be no mercy for those guys um, or, or their families. I mean, it, it, yeah. All you can really hope for them is, like I said, either they get out or it's a quick death. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I wish I would have had a way to, to stay in touch with Mikey after we got home. And, uh, but I mean, obviously there was, there was no way I could do that. Yeah. Uh, so no, that just would have put him at more risk. Yeah. It would have put him at risk. And, and, and on the flip side of that, had somebody ever gotten a hold of, if I'd have given him even an email address or a phone number, if somebody would have gotten a hold of that over there, the wrong person, then it puts my family and friends at risk here in the States too, because I'm going to tell you right now, those bastards are here. Yep. They are here. Don't let anybody fool you. No, in fact, they're uh, flying them to Utah, Michigan, and Wyoming, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, we've got a, we've got sleeper cells all over the country that they're watching. They're, there's known freaking training camps all over this country. Um, there's like two right here in Missouri, but you can't. We can't do anything. They're not breaking the law. They can train all they want. And I think there's one up like Columbia or something. Right. I heard yeah. Somewhere, yeah. Yeah. There's one at Columbia, and yeah. I don't remember where the other one is now. But yeah, the one at Columbia was the first one I was thinking of. Um, but I know there's at least two in Missouri. Um, I think there was one in Oklahoma City area, just somewhere on the outskirts there. Uh, upstate New York, I think, had one or two. I mean, they're they're all over. So they're here, and they're just waiting and biding their time, just like the Taliban did for the last twenty years. Yep. These, they, they think long term. They think very long term. They think generational. Whereas we're thinking long term as a year or two. To them, short term is fifty years. Yeah. You know, I, they they will wait, and if they hold a grudge, they will pass that grudge from generation to generation. You know, and and again, that's what we're fighting and have been fighting, kind of, and then trying to change, and it, yeah, kind and it doesn't of. change. Yeah, kind of. You know, they, they, they don't want to change. They don't understand. You think they give an absolute crap if we brought power to their village? That they don't care. No. They don't care at all. Like we yeah. did fine with it, you know, for hundreds of years. Why do we give a crap that you're doing that now? Yeah, They were appreciative of, like, the community wells that oh, were, yeah, were dug. Yeah. You know, they appreciated it because they didn't have to walk as far each day to get water. But they still didn't mean they gave a crap about you. Right. Exactly. You know, I, I'm going to tell you right now, some of our, our I'm going to use the air quotes here, friendly villages that we rolled through, shit, man, we, we had IED blasts on each side of them. And we, all, we always knew if we were going to get hit, if we made it into the village without getting hit and there was nobody on the streets and all the children were gone. Oh, yeah. Hang on to your ass because you're, 
you're about, you're to, get you're about to get it. Yeah. Um, and it never failed. Every single time it was that way. Don't worry. The uh, Biden administration's got it completely taken care of. Yeah. Shit, that son of a bitch is probably somewhere drooling on himself eating a freaking ice cream cone right now wondering what year it is. Anyone want to point out the elephant in the room? Actually, two elephants in the room. One, where's uh, the VP? <laughs> Good question. Who? She's, 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 and she's two, probably under somebody's desk. And two, and I, I raised this one up on our group page today, what's going on in D.C. or in the U.S. that's Afghan as the distraction? Well... All right, and and I, I commented on that, and, you know, Joe Biden was never meant, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use the term conspiracy, I'm not going to say conspiracy theory, because that would mean that it's not true, and we are all fresh out of conspiracy theories here in the United States right now. Yeah, because uh, they kept coming true. They keep coming true, so it, it's conspiracies, all right, but not theories. So Joe Biden was never meant to be long-term president. He was never meant to finish this first term. They don't want him to finish this first term. Oh, they pretty much know he can't anyway. Right. So here's the thing. They have two options. Get him to resign in some kind of disgraceful manner. I mean like Afghanistan pullout? Right. Or he dies in office. They can't admit that he's got dementia. They can't. Because... All this, all those executive orders, those stacks and stacks of executive orders that he was signing his first two days in office, every one of those could be called into question and tossed out because they can say, okay, well, here was obvious signs of dementia. He admitted he had it. Now we can look back and you can, you can backtrack from there and say, well, he was obviously suffering. So he might not have signed that had he been in his full capacity and it calls it into question. So side note, speaking of executive orders, a lot of people don't know this. Those will not hold up in court. All you have to do is take them to court. And as long as they are not reinforcing a current on the books law, then yeah, an in, executive in theory, order right. Right, <laughs> can be challenged in court. Yeah, You can challenge anything in court. Well, um, legally, it, it almost has to fail. Now, finding a judge that's going to actually do that, right. that's a lawyer willing to climb that hill, yeah. good luck good on luck. that. Good luck on that. And that's the reason we have so many executive orders. That's the reason you know, these governors have seen the, the, these last, shit, however many presidents now just abusing the hell out of that. Yeah. Uh, so now the governors have started doing it. Mayors have started doing it. And that's how, they're, that's how they govern now is through executive order rather than a legislative process. Yep. You know, um, I, we, we've watched that pivot and turn in our nation, and it's not going to go back. No. Not, not easily. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, what, what I was getting at uh, was Biden, to get him out of there, he either needs to die in office. And don't get me wrong. Don't misunderstand. I'm not advocating anything happening to him purposely. I don't want the Secret Service knocking on my damn door. Um. But to, to avoid the hassles, the least amount of hassle, I should say, is what they want. And they will get it. Um, he either resign or die in office. Uh, natural causes, whatever. Do they want 
Harris in there? Mm, not so much. But she's just as easily controlled as Biden. And she's actually more dangerous because she knows what's going on. Yeah. And she's willing to go along with it. Biden thinks he won. Biden thinks he's a legitimate president. Yeah, he does. You know? But the, the man is lost. Uh, have you seen the video that just came out in the last day or two? He, when he walked off Marine One at the White House and he was walking across the, the grass up onto the sidewalk and yeah, the Secret Service man is pointing it, pointing where he needs to walk at. And and Joe just kind of does his own thing, wanders up to the end of the little row of shrubs and the Secret Service man is like, all right, walks with it. And then just, Joe makes this loop back around. Yeah, yeah, I did just, see part of that today. Oh my God, the guy's a moron. Uh, well, like, let's let's raise up the fact that, in addition to that, he's been AWOL for the, since this crap started. Yeah, he's been. He's he, he showed been up. He did a speech where he buck stops with me, but it's it's Trump's fault. Right. And then, without any questions, of course, gets back on his helicopter and takes back off. To Camp David for a well-earned vacation. Yeah. yeah. My friggin' butt. And then in addition to that, did anyone see the photo that was released from Camp David? Where he's sitting in that empty room doing a conference call. Yep. Did anyone notice another elephant on the wall again? Literally on the wall? No, it wasn't the time. It was the secret locations these people were taking these calls from. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah. So I, the one I was referring to was there was there was like some kind a of time difference yes. discrepancy uh, on there. There was a three-hour time difference between London and Moscow, and it was supposed to be a two-hour time difference. That being said, okay, we can kind of overlook that one. I don't know how the clocks at Camp David are set up. I don't know if it's auto-set or how that goes. All right, fair enough. Not going to climb that one. It's the fact that they took a photo while he was on looking at the big-screen TV, and it showed CIA director at a or CIA field agent at a very specific, very secret fob and a few other showing their faces, showing a few other classified locations where we're running ops. Are are we surprised by this? I mean, this is the man that was responsible for SEAL Team 6 getting slaughtered. And then let's not forget Jen Psaki. I will not say her name correctly, (laughs) ever. I know how to say it right, and I'm still not going to do it has also been missing in action as well. Yeah, she announced that she was going to take a week off. Hmm. Funny how that timing worked out, huh? Man, and how, huh? You know, and, 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 yeah. You know, Joe, that's, you know that spin the- machine is just cranking right now trying to figure out how do we, yeah. how do we turn this around. Well, and, and there again, I, I, I'm thinking that this is their, their way to get Biden out. You know, have, have him pull a, well, I'll, I'll just, I, you know, I, Basically, he'll own up to it that he screwed up and he's a you know fumbled the ball and and you know so now I've got to step aside and yada 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 yada. I, I'd use another f word, but I don't even know if he, I don't even think he knows how to do that anymore. <laughs> but I I, I just, oh wait I can't help but yeah think he that, does never mind yeah. I can't help but think that maybe it's uh that that's what's happening. Lieutenant Dan's over there shaking his head at me like God you're sick. He does that a lot. He's the one off camera. Are we still on camera? Oh, yeah. All right, well, it went off the screen, so I wasn't sure. Well, good thing I wasn't over here scratching my balls or something. Man. 
Oh, I'm just going to not say anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are we at on our time there? We've kind of been ranting and raving. So We've we been go. pretty pissed off. We're at the 40-minute mark. Could, because, shit. dude, this is... Bullshit. This is the cluster of all clusters going on right now in front of our faces. And the, the mainstream media is trying to whitewash this like it's nothing. Like, oh, no, 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 this was Trump's plan. No, it, it genuinely wasn't. When you've got the actual deep state intelligence agency saying, whoa, no. Yeah. We presented them with plans that they went for it like this. Yeah. Trump had a plan and Biden still went for it like this. And then, you know, something that was pointed out the other day is they said, you know, Biden keeps saying, you know, he keeps reversing all these Trump era executive orders and, and said this is Trump's deal on the whole nine yards. It's like, wait a minute. So you're, you're telling us that you were able to overturn everything that Trump did, but you couldn't overturn this? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's Biden, for however long he gets to remain in office is going to do the same thing that Obama did for eight years. Blame the previous administration. Oh, and, yeah. And, and get absolutely nothing done but run the country. Exactly, yeah. You know, I, And I'm going to tell you right now, folks, um, if you are just new to the whole prepping scenario and, and survival type stuff, now's um, the time. You, you're, you are way behind. So as much as possible, Please, please, please start trying to make up for that lost time. Um, I, I, I've, I've been saying for a lot of years, bad days are coming. Bad days are coming. Folks, bad days are here and worse days are coming. And they're coming fast. Yeah. So, you know, uh, uh, stock up, you know, beans, bullets, and bandages. You know, as, as much as you can. Um, get training. Um there's there's people and groups like us all over the country. Find them, you know. Watch out for the crackpots. Talk <laughs> talk to them. Yeah. You know, find out what they're truly about because I'm gonna tell you right now, there's there's some there's some real extremists on both sides of the spectrum there. All right. Yep. Steer clear of them. All right. But you can find just conservative, like-minded people that that just want to be able to take care of their family when when the worst times get here. All right. Align yourself with them. Um, talk to them. Take advantage of their knowledge. If you have skill set to bring to the table, th then share that with them as well. Um, you know, and and work together. You know, um, if, if you're in an area that has a group like us, um, you know that where they offer training that you can take advantage of. Um, uh, you know, excursions, hands-on training type stuff on how to build different things and, and do different things. Um, if, if at all possible, take advantage of it. You know, go for it. Um, and, and if we're completely off the mark and the worst days don't show up, then guess what? You're, you're still prepared. You're prepared, but you're gonna you're gonna have a great time because the stuff that we do is fun. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. We, we love it. Um, you know, but but there are a lot of perishable skills that if you don't practice, you'll lose. You know, Lieutenant Dan and I were talking about that earlier, um, like snares and traps. Um, that is not one of my strong points. He's he's really good at those. He, there's a video, if I can find it, I'll post it, where he caught me in one of his snares. Excuse me. Um, you know, I mean, it worked really well. Uh, I, I don't know why he was holding the jar of KY while he was standing behind that tree watching the snare, but I managed to get away, right? <laughs> 
Maybe that was all part of his plan for later on. Yeah, uh, well, you know. He wouldn't like it, hell, I'd just lay there and bleed. I wouldn't even give him, give him the satisfaction of clenching. <laughs> wow. And I damn sure ain't pushing back. <laughs> all of a sudden, we're going to have to relabel this one off the rails. No, hell, this is this ain't that bad. It's pretty of. wild. Yeah, that is very true, all things considered. Um, and then, uh, you know, we had to lighten the mood though, because I was. We're we're oh, all pissed. I, I, I'm to be honest, up, man. I, you know, when when Twitter, Facebook said we'll allow the Taliban on as long as they don't get too violent. Oh, it's like okay, oh, so there's a level of yeah. violence here. Okay, as long as they don't get too violent, but you're going to ban a sitting president for life. Tell me again how they are not against us, how big yeah. tech is not against us. And I know we're broadcasting this on Facebook. Well, not just Facebook. But. Right, we're not. <laughs> well, we're doing the live feed on Facebook. Is it a live feed? Yeah. I don't know. I can't, go, I can't go live because I'm, I'm restricted on Facebook. They don't like me. They yeah, keep slapping. You keep saying awesome things. They keep slap, slapping my pecker and telling me I'm a bad boy. It's only 60 days, man. It's only 60 days. For this time. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps going up 30 days every time. Uh, you know, what the hell. Uh, all right. Well, I didn't realize that uh, we were doing a live feed on there. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to have people losing interest on us here. It, you know what? In all fairness, we didn't have anybody interested to begin with. Well, okay. We have no viewers, no reactions, no Well, we no didn't shares. announce that we were going live tonight either. Yeah, I did. About five minutes before we started it. Really? Really? <laughs> Had I known we were going to do that, I would have like been pushing that all day long. I thought we were just going to like do a video and then post the video. Like, nah, it's funner this that. way. Well, apparently. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, so our page might get restricted after this. Uh, uh, it's very possible. Damn it. Because we've been warned about, because like the COVID things that we post on there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been seeing the warnings that we oh, get yeah, for the I page for posting false information. I see. Them. I see. Them. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm getting like one or two a day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty regular oh. occurrence. It's pretty funny how uh, fact checkers didn't exist until President Trump. Yeah. It's amazing how that works, huh? And then uh, what's even funnier is when the fact checkers turn out to be liars. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know, they've got these these bots that go through there, and you can there's a way you can go in there and look and see how many of them are following you on, on your page, and you could go in and block them. Um, after, like, the fifth time I went in and started blocking them, um, I, I finally stopped. Um, I stopped counting at like 90 something and there were still a lot more and I was like you know what screw it they're just going to replace them so let them follow me and they can ban me I don't care yeah um, I, you know uh, so while we're talking about getting banned um, yay so if any of y'all are still listening to us at this point first of all thank you um, but I think we're going to look at setting up a uh, uh, on a uh, alternate social media site oh yeah uh, MeWe Okay, and if so you're not, join us over there. Yeah, we're we're gonna work on that and uh, get that up and going. Let's probably switch over to uh, BitChute. Start yeah. posting videos. Okay, I'm one of their gold sponsors on there. Yeah, so we we're gonna start looking at alternate routes of 
communicating here so we can still get the word out because we know that the band hammer is coming from from old zuckerberg and and his little fairy flight group and uh, wow that was not politically correct was it i've been drinking but accurate a lot you know but whatever him and his little band of assholes that he runs around with so anyway um i'll tell you what let's go ahead and wrap this one up uh you know, if they if they've listened this far, then God bless them. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Because we, you to know, be honest, I still have a hell of a lot more to say about that. Oh, I could go on for hours. And so we we need to curtail ourselves, yeah, otherwise we will be here all night long. Yeah, I, I'm going to go get another six pack, and we're going we're going to really go off the rails if we keep going. And uh, yeah, ain't none of us got time for that tonight. So. Nope, and it's a school. Night. Nobody got time for that. Nope. <laughs> all right, yeah, it's a school night, so. Work night, school night, yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, you got Captain Jack here, Lieutenant Dan over there in the shadows, yep. and Sergeant Bilko sitting here at the controls in the middle, being the pivot man. So <laughs> he's a bad mood. He's gonna practice his downhill skiing here in just a minute. As soon as we turn that camera, that <laughs> enough for one day. Th thanks for putting up with us, and uh, thanks. Hopefully, all. we'll still be on here where we can see you again soon. Take yep. care. Bye.